Welcome to foreverfit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition and lifestyle. of foreverfit.tv. I'm Nicola and joining me is Marie McCarthy. How you doing, Muzz? Great, thank you. Yeah, well, better, better today than I've been all week, really. Just fighting a bit of the, the dreaded cold, but it, um, I'm on the up and up. The up, the up and up is a good place to be. So what are you, what are you been doing to get on the up and up? Oh, trying, definitely trying to get a bit more rest in when I can, when you can, when you've got a little person in your life and you're, um, and you're pregnant and working and all of those bits and pieces. But um, definitely the sleep factor and rest factor when I can and, um, and just really concentrating on sure that everything that goes in is going to help me to, to get better. Yeah. So those of you who don't know, Muz is a, a busy, busy bee. She's studying and she's, yeah, she's working. She's about to have a baby and she's got a little one on the way as well. So she's a very incredibly busy person, but it's all, it's all approaching a nice wee end soon, isn't it? It's like a, you're on the home stretch now, aren't you? I am on the homeward stretch, yep. So... Um, and I guess that sort of does make it a little bit more difficult. Obviously, when you're pregnant, your immune system's um, not as not quite as effective because there's so many jobs going on in the body. But just makes it, um, you know, the food particularly um, way more important, and and the rest when you can get it a lot more important as well because there's so many processes going on in the body. Yeah, exactly. And clearly, like you know, a lot of people. I'm not really one to take to take medicines at any rate, but uh, you know, a lot of people reach for them. You can't do that when you're pregnant. Um, so you really have to rely on your fluid, your rest, and your food, which is which is awesome. Is which what we should be doing at any rate. So it's um, nuts. It's definitely yeah. feeling better than yeah. the last day or two. You know, I mean, in an ideal world, you'd you'd be you'd be stopping. You'd take you'd be taking the weekend off, and you'd be resting up and getting your husband to make you some yummy food and all that kind of thing. But you know, life goes on, so it's important just to know what kind of coping mechanisms. If a flu does get in, like it is the best, you know, just to be making sure you're doing everything right, because then your body will soon fix it. And you you are busy, so it's kind of it's a catch twenty two. You got to keep going, but got to keep the good stuff in. Yeah. So yeah, finding that fine balance has has been a um, a challenge this week, just with working over at um at school and and still doing other work as well, and looking after the other little person. So, <laughs> but the yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I think I've, I got it right and managed to, um, to to actually feel, whilst having the cold, still feel pretty good and did have reasonable energy and could give to to Taylor and could give to the students that I'm teaching at the moment. So that's that was the key, really. Yeah, definitely. And so um, when I said this, you're approaching the sprint to the end, what do I mean by that? Like what's... <laughs> 
<laughs> you you are coming to uh, an end of a very busy what last six months? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I got what four and a bit weeks left. Well, if I make four and a bit weeks to my due date, anyway, and um, just over seven or eight weeks, I think, left of university study. So. Um, and you're yeah. working as well, and you're working, yeah. so you, yeah, so you, you've got an incredibly busy wee life, so what, in, in four and a half weeks, you're just going to be able to, you, you'll still be sit, doing a little bit of study, eh, and then you've got your two little persons running around, yeah. not quite running around, <laughs> one will so, be. So thankfully, um, no actual planning, but the due date is the, the second last day of school term. Um, and my husband's a school teacher, as you know, so he gets three weeks off then. So that's quite nice for him to, to be around. And then we have a couple of weeks off uni and then it's just three weeks left of assignments to be done. And, um, and trying to be organised and get some of those knocked out of the way yeah. before, before I become two beings. <laughs> Well, and then, I suppose yeah. we should get really onto onto topic. Otherwise, these listeners will just think we're just talking about ourselves, really. You now, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, we're we're sharing our, our coping mechanisms and how we get in the, yeah, yeah. in the best shape of our lives and how we we deal and how we do things. So I hope, um, yeah, when we do go off and talk about these sorts of things, I hope you understand why we are sharing that. We're not just sort of <laughs> talking about our lives. Yeah. But, yeah. Today we wanted to discuss um, the importance, or we, we've talked about um, our thoughts, we've talked about um, hydration, and now this episode we really want to talk about breathing, because if you imagine a peace sign, you've got a peace sign, and on um, there's three different things that you can do within your day that affect the outcome of your day, and if you imagine a peace sign, you've got your yin and your yang, and you've got um, movement, thoughts, and breath. And sorry, you've got thoughts, breath, and um, hydration as your yin principles, and your yang principles is your movement, nutrition, and your sleep. So we want to move on to why breath is so important to us, and why we we believe that um, it is something that should be paid attention to. Like you're thinking, how can we talk for a whole podcast about breath? But we can. So you just wait and listen. <laughs> So, I mean, the, the reason breath is so important is um, when you wake up first thing in the morning, before you even open your eyes, thoughts come into your mind. So thoughts um, come rushing in and thoughts have an impact on your day and the, way, and the outcome of your day. The next thing that happens to your body is a breath. And as soon as you breathe, that's going to have, um, you have 25,900 breaths in a day. And if you are breathing wrong, you uh, all sorts of things can happen. Your um, neck muscles can be getting tight. You can affect your respiratory system. Can then, which eventually, if your respiratory muscles are getting too tight, you can affect your posture. It can cause migraines, headaches, all sorts of things. So it's really important that you understand how you breathe and the importance of it. Do you have anything to add to that, Miss? Um, I think that yeah, most most not most people, but a lot of people definitely are are wandering around and 
not breathing in the, the right way. You know, we were born to be nasal breathers and when you look at infants, babies, children, they they do start off, they're breathing through their, their nose. That's why I think they, so, they become so uncomfortable when they get a cold and a blocked nose because for them it's perfectly natural to only want to breathe through their nose. Whereas as we progress through life, we primarily, a lot of us become mouth breathers. So just going right back to that basics and thinking about using your nasal passages to get that breath and how that also helps in terms of the whole physiology of being warming air and filtering the air, which you don't get when you're breathing in your mouth all the time. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, there's uh, there's certain rules to breathing. And, I mean, like, like Maz just talked about is um, the breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. And the reason that's so important is because when the air comes into your nose, it travels in and it turns into little like torpedoes that, you know, um, stimulate the cells. And then as you're breathing out, it's an opportunity for your body to expel any, um, you know, fungi, bacteria. It's the way your body gets rid of, you know, f um, foreign things, <laughs> for want of a better word, <laughs> out of your body. So that's why breathing in through your nose and out through your nose is like the, basically the first rule of good breathing. Yeah, and just becomes like you use your body's defense mechanism. Like it's, your nose is such a good defense mechanism. So automatically you've got that filtration, just like we talked about with the water. It's exactly the same principle. Your body's got its own filtration system. Yeah, totally. Your nose is a pretty powerful thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and the, I mean, the, the next rule for your breathing is um, to breathe two-thirds into your belly, you know. we When we get stressed, um, we tend to breathe very high into our chest, and what that does is it lifts your shoulders, you carry all this tension around your shoulders and, and in through your neck. But if you take the moment just to stand there, let your shoulders relax, breathe and let that breath fill your belly, then um, the other muscles don't come into play and it's an, it's an opportunity just for you to actually utilise your breath and just start to breathe more relaxed. And um, I mean, your breath is really powerful, so when you're using your breath to fill your belly, you're, again, and then breathing in and out through your nose, you're, you're helping your body just function normally and helping it be healthy. Yeah, and as we talked about when we talked about thoughts, like it can be, you can use it to help control thoughts as well. So if you are thinking things are going a bit crazy in that brain, it's just taking that time really thinking and taking that breath into the abdomen, um, breathing low down and using that inward and outward breath to help control your thoughts and everything that's, you know, things are starting to, to be like this can just be a couple of really good breaths can help to bring you back to to your equilibrium, back to your centre. Yeah, definitely. Like there, I don't, there's this really cool YouTube video, and it's it talks about the one moment meditation, and that one moment where you can just take one breath in and one breath out, and it's just taking that simple moment where you just clear your thoughts, just focus on that one breath, one breath out, and one moment can make a difference and can just, you know, let everything go. Like meditation is something that can scare people, but 
even just one breath in and one breath out is a form of meditation. And you see, like, sports people do it all the time. And so I guess it's just taking those skills, and they've, they've learnt those skills um, within a lot of their psychological skills training. You know, if I look at someone going to do a conversion in rugby union, for example, quite often you'll see them use that breath to bring them back to achieve their goal. This is exactly the same for us in our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah, totally. It's a... It's a it's a centering moment, isn't it? It's just a chance just to, you know, bring yourself right into this moment, just let go of whatever just happened before and just go, right, moving forward, this is what's happening. So, you know, one breath in into your belly. You don't want to take that one breath in and fill your shoulders up and tighten your neck muscles. It's got to be that one breath in and one breath out through the belly and just let everything go, walk forward and move into it. So when you talk about breathing into the belly, I'm sure there's some people that don't kind of don't fully understand that concept. So maybe do you want to talk through the how a breath would look if you're breathing into your belly? <laughs> well, if you just just take a moment, just to, to even sitting there or well, standing up would be better. So just standing up, um, close your. Don't stand up if you're driving a car. Listen to this right now, but. <laughs> You know what I mean. Just whatever you're doing, just take a moment there, just to um, set yourself up nice and tall. Take take your breath in, and just watch your breath travel down through your body. Watch two thirds of your breath fill your belly first, and then feel your rib cage expand. And then as that breath goes, just feel your belly drop, your rib cage drop down, and the breath leave. So you're wanting to make sure that two thirds of your breath is filling your belly. And then the and the shoulder and as you breathe, your shoulders and everything else is relaxing. Awesome. Would that be how you'd describe it, Mus? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, I just think about the that that's your, the power. <laughs> for you to. My powerhouse is quite large at the moment. I was um, going to say it'd be quite hard to. <laughs> does does your belly move the same? Like, I was just, it, just it, yeah, it definitely does. And I think the breathing particularly for pregnant women is really really important obviously breath is even more crucial because it's not just about you but the it does help with um, keeping the rib cage flexible so really the diaphragmatic breathing obviously the links to pelvic floor um, trying to maintain core um, control and core some um, like and just in terms of posture as well, you know you see a lot of pregnant women and just the changes that are happening in the body. Well, it's not just pregnant women, but the control and the power of the breath can really do a lot to to help you through that time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and the third rule of um, your breathing is if you imagine your body is um, a rechargeable battery. So if you imagine your whole body, so starting at your head and then traveling down through the base of your torso, take, take a really big breath in and just let the breath fill, fill your belly, let it, um, then let it flow out. But as you breathe, you want to press the tongue on your roof of your mouth. And that tongue on the roof of the mouth is like the lid of your rechargeable battery. And so as you're breathing in, that breath's coming in, energy's coming in. And so just take take that moment now just to just breathe in and breathe out with your tongue placed on the roof of your mouth just behind your teeth. And just watch your breath fill your belly. 
and just really focusing on your breath. And then the next time you take your breath in, just um, release the tongue off the roof of the mouth and open your mouth. And just watch how it's kind of like a leaky battery and it's it's your all your air sort of escaping out of out of your torso. It's a Chinese it's Chinese medicine kind of thing, eh, Mars? It's a um, just picturing without getting too um, <laughs> I don't know too much, you know, into the whole thing. But it's without getting too technical. Just imagine your whole body is that um, like rechargeable battery, and that you're just filling it up with with the air, tongue on the roof of the mouth. And then any time you're sort of breathing out your mouth, it's like you're just leaking out energy. Yeah. Which I guess, depending on what you do for an occupation, because automatically I think of um, like group fitness instructors. So yeah. whilst they can breathe in their nose, their outward breath is always about talking. Um, people who work in call centres as well, you know, they're talking so much during the course of their day that a lot of their outward breathing is talking so yeah. it's really important when they have those moments of not having to talk and not having to direct and initiate and work with conversation that the, the inward outward breath is, is as you said sealing off that rechargeable battery so that they can take that energy on board and recharge themselves and make them feel super Particularly, like people that work in, in industries where they are helping other people to feel great. So it's that taking that time for yourself when you can, like in the line, you know, if you're at the post office in a queue or in the bank in a queue or in any queue, for example. We do spend a lot of time queuing, but using that time, as you said, like a little one-minute meditation while you're in the queue, being mindful about what's going on, where you are, what's actually happening in your own own, own body and own thoughts, and it, it, that can be a pretty powerful tool too because sometimes we hop into those situations and we get a bit flustered because time is precious. And Yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, it's also... Um, it's, it's used quite a lot in training, isn't it? Like... Um, it's a really cool training mechanism. The longer you can, if you sit like a runner, the longer you can breathe in and out through your nose, it's like you can, it's it's when you go to take that moment that you actually need to breathe in and out through your mouth, it's almost like a, um, I don't know, it's, it's a spark, isn't it? It's a, yeah. I'm trying to find the right word. It's if, if you train breathing in and out through your nose, and yep. you're getting your body fit and coping within with that breath, within that capacity, when it comes to the real situation, say it's the rugby game or say it's the netball game or the the running away from the lion, yep. <laughs> when you go to breathe out your mouth, it's the bang, I've just got so much more room to move now. Yeah. And quite a few, I used to work with a couple of... Um, athletes that did mixed martial arts and boxing and they would actually train in two minute stints with water in their mouth to wow. make them so then they couldn't actually use their mouth during that time so it was really to focus on using that nasal breathing and that control to help them as well so that when they did get into a game situation that was a lot more stressful that but yeah, they have that extra little punch. Yeah. But within their own training, they 
but really it was still about focusing, keeping that energy internalized and um, yeah, so that was quite a quite a different idea as well in that in that respect. Yeah, definitely. And and there's um, certain rhythms that happen in your body when you breathe as well, isn't there? Like you breathe, you only really breathe in through one nostril at a time. Yeah. And then is it thirty minutes? Is that right? That yeah, if your body's functioning functionally opti- optimally, <laughs> it's quite yeah. hard to say. That every thirty minutes you switch noses, nostrils. Nostrils. <laughs> I've just got to bring in my other, my spare nose. Yeah. Is it? That's um, right, eh? Yeah. So, the and because depending on which side of your, there are different theories, but which side of the nose you're actually breathing mainly in, obviously is to do with what the brain and connections and which side of the brain. So. Your left nostril is controlled by the opposite side of your brain. Yeah. Right? So, um, if someone will tell right, us if we're not right. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but in tell terms, us if we're not right, because we just yeah. <laughs> Dave. Can you tell us if we're right? <laughs> but, um, but it can help in terms of concentration, just doing the one nostril breathing, and and helping to to um be aware of what's going on and can help concentration if you're really struggling, especially in the whole cognitive um, efficiencies. Yeah, brain totally. Yeah, that's pretty. And there's some pretty cool um, research studies on monkeys, not that we like testing on animals, but the, <laughs> the um, taping over the nose. Um, and as you mentioned right at the beginning, the effect that it does start having on posture. So monkeys inherently breathe through their nose and when you tape over their nose it doesn't take very long before they start adopting forward head posture um, and start like you know from breathing through their mouth that they're it's like they're searching for their oxygen yeah so um, in terms of posture and I wish people could see your head movement just then Posture and postural correction, starting to breathe through your nose should be what you start with because it's not going to matter what else you do if you're trying to correct posture. If we don't get that basic fundamental right, the next layers, the foundation isn't there, so the next layers that we try to put on top are just not, they're not going to have that strength and that base and that support to actually make the, the postural change that you're after. Yeah. And you see it as a, I mean, it's it's, it's an evolution and it, and it is something to to wear, to, wear, to really warrant um, a lot of thought into it because when you, if you head into a school, like you'd see it, Maz, they've been in the yeah. school, all the children are mouth breathers, you know, yeah. they're eating rubbish food and they're breathing in and out through their mouths and that's just yeah. not... It's not a good thing, but if you were to travel back, you know, 20 years ago, yeah, children and even humans, we just, we breathe in and out through our nose and it's just normal, but as we're getting sicker and more unhealthy and the foods are changing, I mean, our breathing's changing. And then, could I look at some of the students as well, and it's not even, like, the postures don't change, they're not breathing through their nose, and then they are lumping around these backpacks that are chocker full of books and sports gear and 
everything else under the sun. So it's that those compounding things in terms of their posture, and they're only young, they're not fully developed, that I just think, wow, if we don't start to try and put different steps in place, they're just going to be so much worse off in five or six years' time. Yeah, totally. It's a big, it's a big subject, a simple subject, breath, but it's a huge one. I mean, and, and breath is just so, um, it's just so powerful. Like you can, I mean, it can't, we'll go into meditation in another episode, but just taking those moments just to really um, stop and focus on your breath is just so powerful. Like Ma said, I mean, I teach classes all the time and I know I've got, I need to, you know, I'm constantly thinking about my breath and when I'm training, it's just something that I need to really make sure that I'm, um, you know, breathing in and out through my nose because when I'm teaching classes, I'm teaching class. I can't, don't have time to think about how I'm breathing. So you're trying yeah. to just, you know, make it work so that you're getting, you know, you're trying to make your body function optimally so you're just staying in control of everything. Yeah, and you can put little reminders, have reminders in places that are just going to help you to start doing it subconsciously. So on the visor in your car, yeah, write the word breath. Um, yeah. Don't write it on your rearview mirror because you actually need that. Um, <laughs> but think about places within your life that A, can be, that can be triggers in terms of stress and B, that you can actually utilise that time to, to breathe. And the car is a great place because, you know, we can't do too much. You can listen to, to great podcasts and yeah. <laughs> you can do little things in terms of your breathing and your thoughts and your hydration while you're, for those that have to commute in, the, in cars for, for longer periods of time in a, in a position that we'll get into at some stage, I'm sure, the whole, whole sitting and how much time we spend sitting. But yeah. the these little cute like the other place might be in the kitchen if you're cooking dinner, like put a post-it note on the splashback. Yeah. Well, no, but just finding those places, those little prompts that just keep bringing you back inside your wallet. So when you open up your wallet. Oh, good ones. Yeah. I'm a I'm a splashback mirror girl with a whiteboard marker. I write on whatever I can find. Yeah. So, and I, I just am trying to think of things that people use frequently during, during the course of their day. And it might be, you know, people in an office, it might computer be something screen. Yeah, computer screen. Um, screen savers. And we've talked about these great screen savers um, that you can, and obviously you can just program your own screen saver. But in terms of little exercises you can do at your desk, this is just another activity that you want to yeah focused on yeah no definitely I mean so that that kind of covers you know first thing that like we're, we're sort of building through this podcast about um, building the foundation so on the first three things that have a huge impact on your day is your thoughts your hydration and your breath so just if you can so make sure you've just listened to the first three and it's all about making sure that you've you've got those three things in place because when you when those start to become routine and those start to become easy, then you can build onto the next layers of the foundation. And if you sort of miss those steps, that's when you're not going to, um, that's when just things don't go right. That's where people yeah. fall apart and it's, um, 
you know, these are the foundations. If people are trying to make changes in their lives, they don't really start with those foundations and they will make some other great little changes that they're not getting, they're going to get the full benefit from. And yeah. kind of, and then so some people get not a little bit disheartened because they're trying to make change, but it's all about the the layering, building the foundation, and slowly creating those steps. Um, and sometimes you've just got to get the steps in the right order. Sometimes it doesn't have as big an effect if you jump a step or bring it in later. But definitely the breathing, the hydration, and the thoughts can just be so powerful. Yeah, and it and it's where I mean this whole thing is about getting your body in the best shape of its life, so mentally, physically, emotionally, and so that's why we start with these because if you aren't mentally and emotionally ready, yeah, you can go do a six-week crash course and you can go do a diet for a weekend or seven or whatever, and you can lose weight, but you aren't healthy on the inside, and you probably aren't a nice person to be around. No. <laughs> yeah, so it's. It's layers and it's building on them so that you're mentally, physically, emotionally in shape and the best person that you can be, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely, and I had a little conversation with a few girls over at school recently because um, it's coming up to ball. <gasps> exciting. <laughs> yeah, exciting. But they, you know, just having, they, they wanted to go on a detox. Yeah. And so it was trying to get them to think about okay, so what does it actually mean and what's, what's your body's capability and what are your thoughts even around this whole why they're doing it? Yeah. And so it's, um, yeah, we're definitely just trying to impart those little snippets of knowledge to help them actually make good decisions that aren't going to involve going on a one week, I'm going to drink water and lemons. You need to get them to listen to this podcast, Miss. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that will be my next little step. Hello, yeah. girls, come with me. Oh, cool. Hey, so do you have anything else to add to? Do you reckon that's covered it all on breath? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, hugely powerful. Just start again. It's like once you start making the change and feeling the difference, then you really start to notice how far you've come. That's um, sometimes, you know, that whole you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. until you make the change and, and then maybe resort back to old patterns momentarily that you realise how how much of a big difference it has changed. And take photos. If you know that you're a prolific mouth breather, take some photos of yourself now and as you start to make changes, especially the side-on profile, to see if the breathing, if breathing well for a month and really focusing on it does just have a little impact on yeah. how you look. Definitely, and it's kind of cool to, like you said, to write it down. But don't write down, um, write down symptoms or how your body feels today. Like, do you get headaches every now and then? Do you um, suffer from, you know, back pains? Do you spend your day at a desk and, and you, you know you get neck pains or uh, just write down anytime you feel something in your body, and so that. As we go through these foundations and you start to get, get everything in place, come back to how you felt today. And there may just be little symptoms that you you forgot that you the way you used to feel and the way that you used to feel may have felt normal to you. And you may feel normal right now, but just there may be things that um, 
you know, that you believe are normal, but they're not normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a waking up in the morning and feeling exhausted isn't normal, and no. having to reach for coffee every day, and then you know having to have three or four coffees a day, it's, that's not normal. But it may be very common. Yeah. But it's not a normal feeling. Your body wants to feel fantastic in the morning when it wakes up, and your body wants you to feel energized and. So, yeah, so writing down how you feel today is a really powerful tool so that when you do feel better, you can come back and go, whoa, I don't get those headaches that I used to get and I don't get those um, colds Craving. that I used to get. Or whatever. Cravings yeah. as well. And, yeah. um, and I do notice when my thoughts are negative. Yeah. Like, because... Yeah, so there's definitely those three things that we've talked about. And yeah, and, and the same thing is um, you notice, like you said, your thoughts are negative, but but because you've started to change your surroundings, so yeah. you may, may have changed your morning routine, you may have changed the, um, the things that you're getting exposed to, and you're starting to put positive things around your body. So yeah, like Ron said, it's just... Take write down everything that you're feeling now. Like, are you in a negative space? Are you getting headaches? Are are you not happy in your own skin? All this sort of little. Even I've got aches in my joints, kind of thing. Yeah. Or I wake up with that brain fog. I've got cravings at whatever time. Write yeah. everything down. Just take notice of who you are right now, and then in a few months' time, reflect. You'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cool. And because it's like awesome in terms of goals and achieving to be able to see those changes like in a written form because sometimes um, and, and being able to feel the progress and maybe not until you actually reflect that you actually feel it and go, wow, I have come such a long way in this space of time. And that helps to give you that drivers to keep going, going, this is truly making such a huge difference to my life. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I think that's a really good place to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. There was episode four, so we talked all about breathing. And um, but we're on Facebook. You can watch these on um, YouTube Live. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And Muz and I would absolutely love to get your questions in. So make sure you come on, um, you ask us questions on Facebook. You can do it from iTunes. You can send us an email. Whatever your questions are, we absolutely want to help you. So please just get in touch. And yeah. I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, and if there's specific topics that... Um, so it might be questions about things that we've already talked about, but specific topics that you want us to really get get stuck into as well, make sure you let us know. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys, for listening. We look forward to bringing you our next episode. Stay tuned. Ciao. Bye.